Oh my God, what a great week we have. Hello. Am I Italian? Am I Eastern European? I am a guy. Oh my God, have you guys watched White Lotus? I'm being derailed. Hello, listener. Fan favorite, Angel Flores, back on the pod. You know her from Queer Eye. You know her from her incredible advocacy for trans youth in Texas. Um, She's back on the pod. So fucking funny. A delight. Okay? This is not one to skip. She gets into her first time being polyamorous and exploring that and really getting into it. And she admits she's not really an expert and kind of a newbie, but that is why it's so great. You get some real authentic, I am trying polyamory for the first time takes. Uh, And it's really, really good. Um, So I hope you guys enjoy that. I hope you had a really happy new year. I hope this year is great for you. But also time is a construct. Let's save this for the gay thought. Enjoy the episode, guys. Listener, this episode is brought to you by Helix, my absolute favorite mattress. I am getting the best sleep of my life on a Helix. And you can too if you go over and take their little quiz. Their two-minute quiz is going to match you with the perfect mattress for you. And you'll be sleeping like a baby in no time. And right now, Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I am officially non-monogamous as well. I'm going to, you know, explore that while I'm in Seattle a little bit. And that'll be nice and fun and nice and exploratory. What made you attracted and learn about the lifestyle? Honestly, I went to Seattle. (laughs) 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 The idea of being very, very um, affectionate and very, very open and very, very like flirtatious with friends is is something that I'm completely just like, yeah, I like that shit. Like, I, I, I love the idea of that. Uh, got a career opportunity and just fucking ditched us. Fuck off, Maddie. If you're listening (laughs) right now, we don't need you. So then... I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. No, no. I'm just saying, I I do feel like you're like good luck Chuck, where people work with you and then they get better opportunities. <laughs> I would say yes, I am left You're in like the, the dust pipeline frequently. to success. Yes, and never for myself, it seems. Um, but yeah, I, I hope that I elevate no, it's, people. It's good points for heaven when you help other people to succeed. It would be so nice if there were a heaven. Yeah. Because oh, I do wow, think we just I got would real go. deep. Do you think you would go to heaven, Angel? Honestly, like I don't even need a heaven. I just need like a leaderboard of like all the shit that I've done throughout my life. <laughs> You're just in like, hell, but you were number one. Just a couple it's gold like, stars. It's, and it's like stupid stuff. Like how much Chick-fil-A have I eaten in a lifetime? Like shit like that. Like how much time have I, have I wasted sitting in bed staring at the ceiling? Like what? I need like these statistics for my life. Roll, scrolling TikTok. Um, yeah, the just the endless hours. Well, th- you can actually get that information, though. That is yeah, av- I don't want, that's I don't available want I don't want on your it. phone. Yeah, you're like, that's called data. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. 
I'm obsessed with it. Well, we're in the apartment. We're having gay sex. We're having gay sex with Angel Flores and Hannah Burner today because Maddie is is fucking killing it. Maddie is killing it. Go mm-hmm. support Maddie on their Instagram. Maddie, do you know Maddie? Yeah, Maddie Wiener. Yeah, phenomenal. She's comedian, hilarious. What is she right? up to? What's she she's do? in Pittsburgh at the Improv, opening <gasps> for Mateo Lane. Oh, wow! Isn't that great? Wow. Yeah, Phantom. Also another guest. And then, so then, I what love happened? Your fake was, happiness. No, that's genuine. <laughs> that's genuine happiness. Opening for Mateo Lane. <laughs> opening for someone who sells more tickets than I do. No one's counting. <laughs> no one's counting. It's not but. on a leaderboard in, in purgatory or anything like that. No one has that data except for me. I have all the data. Um, you have all the comics ranked bro, for their ticket sales. Bro, I could probably tell you. Angel, this is the part too. maybe you don't know about me. I'm like, a, I am a data fanatic. I'm nuts. Yeah, I, I feel like the comedy needs a balance. Like there, there's like the, like the comedic part of you and then just like raw numbers. I love balancing <laughs> out my neuroticism by more neuroticism. Just a different type <laughs> of obsession. I asked her stand-up advice and she pulled out a book. Most comics don't even know how to write. She pulled out a book <laughs> that has like the duration of laughter and duration of jokes of her entire set. I like calculate it's, laughs it's per minute and I grade the laughs and everything. Laughs per yeah. minute? Laughs per minute is huge. Is it is it being a good data scientist or is it just being an overthinking anxiety freak? That is such a great question and I don't know <laughs> the answer. That's just a valid question. Because sometimes I don't know what has made me this way. It's a way. thin line, but that's like <laughs> that's like success. Some people it's like are they really great at what they do or do they have a, an obsession with Thank you so much <laughs> for, for saying such kind things about me on my podcast. <laughs> Look, real recognize real. I come to keep it real with you because I no. love you. And I love you too. And you are one of the best podcasters out there. You're so funny. And Angel, I think, is one of our fan favorites. So I'm actually really, really excited for this. But I have to tell the story about Hannah, how Hannah got here because we were joking about it earlier. But when I realized that we had a miscommunication and Maddie was like, oh my God, I'm not going to make it. I'm so sorry. And I was like, of course, you know, go do your set. But then I had... 34 minutes to find a co-host. <laughs> so I've texted every gay person in New York City, basically, is what every gay person that I know. And then when you hit the bottom of the gay and the trans pool and you start running out of pansexuals, that's when you turn to the straights. That's when you say, okay, who's gay enough? <laughs> On the spectrum, I'm the gayest straight person you, you know. You really are. You are a butchy straight woman. I'm so <laughs> glad that you're here. And I came up with a little pun for you today because you know I have cancel coach, I have the yeah. hall monitor, I have youth in the sound booth. Yeah. And Hannah, today you are the angry ally. <laughs> <laughs> Getting offended on behalf of people you don't really know that well. <laughs> Give me an excuse to fight and I'm there. I don't even have to know what I'm talking about. We need some of that straight anger. Yes, we've got straight <laughs> anger on the pod today. Privileged anger. Yes, just so, just white woman privilege. Just for that one gay friend she went to brunch with that she knows from college. Don't you dare talk about my friend that way. I haven't talked to him in nine years, but I have a gay friend. It's Hannah Burner. I mean, if straight white women know how to get together to cancel someone. <laughs> <laughs> 
They truly do. <laughs> they do. They, they do. do. And then um, I, I guess uh, we'll introduce ourselves. I'm Ashley Gavin. I'm a cis gay white woman. She, her pronouns. Angel, do you mind introducing yourself? Well, well Angel, you're you're now, I would consider you a content creator now. When we had you last time, oh, yeah, I guess you, you were that. famous from Queer Eye. But now you're really doing your own thing on the internet. It's very exciting. Yeah, I, I, I really just took this year to kind of figure out like what the fuck was going on. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> it went from like a thousand followers to 138 followers in about 60 days. So I really 138,000. Yeah. She she didn't lose 9,900 <laughs> followers from her appearance on. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> no, 138,000 um, people who for some reason give a shit about what I have to say. <laughs> um, well, of course. Well, of, of course. Sorry. Let me take some more confidence in this. Yeah, of course, yes. they want to know what I have to say as a trans woman of color uh, with opinions and thoughts. This and- is so exciting for you. <laughs> <laughs> you're head nodding. You're like, yes. Oh, I am like angry allying right now. Let's fucking go. You tell them. <laughs> well, you I, haven't I, said I anything yet, I'm but like you the, tell them. I'm the girl in the background of the rap video just hyping like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> yes, bitch. You tell them, bitch. And then they ask me a question. And I'm like, ask her. I don't know. <laughs> I'm here for the clout. Um, <laughs> well, anyway. if I have to do a like a full uh, like introduction, I am Angel Joy Flores herself. Um, I am a content creator, coach, um, still an athlete, even though I haven't competed much recently. Um, and yeah, I'm just trying to find my little trans way in this little trans life and bring as many people along as, 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 as I can. <laughs> I thought you were going to say trans world. And I was like, you know, a lot of people wouldn't agree with that statement. I've been reading the Facebook comments, you know, <laughs> read Facebook comments. Are you sick? I, I, Oh dude, You're I'm sick. Disturbed. Oh my gosh. I'm, I have, I have. Cause that's issues. next level Facebook. Comments? Yeah. Um, are you on Facebook angel? It's, it's a, it's a nightmare. Um, I definitely, I'm on there for the first time. See, it's funny that I did like one job this year um, for a company that wanted to specifically advertise on Facebook. And I got an email in about a week that said, hi, so we're going to be turning off the comments for all of our ads. Honestly. (laughs) And I was like, okay, it's fine. (laughs) Your job. There are so many people that won't turn off the comments. They won't Honestly, because it's because engagement is engagement. engagement. Well, like I've heard about, you know, what? I don't give a fuck. I heard Comedy Central won't delete some of the more phobic comments because the higher ups have this like philosophy that you don't want to like, like damage any relationship with the customer. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if the customer, if the customer is transphobic, like the customer is always right. So it's like, you know what I mean? So like they don't delete <laughs> the cut. Co- they just leave it up. And it's like. Well, the hard thing is whenever a video goes viral, I feel like that's when the bigots come out. Yeah. Can you say bigot? <laughs> Can you say bigot? What? Can you that was a, that was an ally moment right there. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna t- I'm gonna this is gonna sound nuts and I am very brave for what I'm about to say, but yeah. We're gonna talk, we're gonna say bigots are bad on this podcast. <laughs> is that crazy? I, I'm gonna to say be- that I fucking hate bigots. <laughs> <laughs> No, but once a video of mine goes viral, that's when like yes. the sexism comes you in. You reach like that's five million. That's how you million. know your video's done well. Yeah, once it the- attracts people who are not fans of yours. Honestly, yes. 100%. 100%. Like the only negative comments I get is on the stuff that goes super viral. And I'm super like, viral, I, yeah. how that's am how you I know supposed to complain? <laughs> yeah. That's when you stop looking at those comments. But also there's a part of you that's like, good. You want your voice to be heard by people who aren't, always having conversations about 
stuff that you know it's true about. and it's Absolutely. like did you make an impact it's hard to really know <laughs> or did you just like fuel the fire right, exactly. for or bullshit? did you just add yeah <laughs> like if i have a thing that goes viral that's like not the funniest stand-up clip and then the men are like women aren't funny i'm like no i hurt feminism <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't my best bit i swear no sometimes it's like that though sometimes you put out content and you're like look i know this isn't the best bit but yeah. I knew it would or go viral. Or something goes viral of me talking about a vagina and then everyone's yes, like, yep, yeah, another girl yeah, talking about yeah. pussies. And I'm like, <laughs> I have I have a joke about mass murders. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You, <laughs> and then you're like, but those never go viral. That's the thing. Because they're smart. Because the smart, nuanced jokes don't go but when viral. when I talk about like labia lip slapping, everyone's like, hey. That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. I don't even know what the make, joke was. Make your labia lip slap. That's my feminist um, action. <laughs> Do you, now you guys have something in common. Angel, Hannah is like a professional level athlete as well. She was like a oh. huge tennis star. I was a tennis star. player back in the day. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Back in the day? Like how back in the day? Um, So I'm 31. I played professionally for a short amount of time. Then I went to the University of Wisconsin. Um, Hell yeah! On a full ride, and then I decided. <laughs> small flex. What small the fuck, flex. dude? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, oh, so you didn't pay us out. All trying, my books were paid for, and everything. Are you I'm, trying to tell women they should not be proud of their accomplishments? <laughs> Excellent, angry, angry allyship. <laughs> really, really good. I, am I not supposed to take up space in this conversation <laughs> with my my hard work and success? Excuse me, please. But anyway, Onward. after tennis, I realized I had a creative side to me. And I, I wanted to start to pursue that because I had been, you know, you if you get to a certain level in athletics, it has to be your entire life. And oh, I wanted absolutely. to search for some other sides of myself. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I completely understand what that feels like. And as somebody who doesn't have a creative side, but is forced to use it on a daily basis. Um, I, <laughs> I don't believe that. I completely congratulate you for finding your creative side. <laughs> I think no that everyone side, has a creative really? side. Like, I know so I do not create like like the videos <laughs> I put out are like oh this looks cool I guess and that makes me want to die every it. day I'm trying to go viral this bitch I guess I'll make this <laughs> and you have like, 100,000 like, new followers overnight trying to balance like carrying my phone everywhere and taking photos of everything and not doing that is absolute hell so I just kind of like stop sometimes like oh I should probably film this, shouldn't I? Like, mm. <laughs> and well, usually those clips weird. are. It must yeah. be weird to go from like not, like just dealing with all your stuff on your own to then the whole world having access to it and then you choosing what you want to show to the world. I mean, that oh, is 100%. a huge part of something that I've. Some I'm gonna be. I'm gonna do some some allyship because while I am gayer than you, I am equally trans as you, which mm -hmm. is a, in that not at all. Mm -hmm. So, but. I wanted to, one thing that I saw from my fans is this anxiety, this pandemic transition anxiety, where it's mm. like you go, you were transitioning basically in private, right? Yeah. A lot of people don't, I don't know if you agree with this, but it seems to me like a lot of people figured out that they were trans during the pandemic. I mean, when you're forced to sit at home and stare at TV and think about yourself, some things kind of do come up and yeah, bubble up. For sure. Um, honestly, like transitioning during the pandemic for me was, was a privilege. Like I, I just came out to like two years after i mean like once everything started reopening i just kind of like showed my face like oh yeah i look really different now 
She's um, gorgeous. Hello, friends. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's allyship right there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> for me. It's hard for me to call a woman gorgeous. Why? You should Be- talk to someone about Why? that. No, no, no. Because like, no, no, shut up. Because when I call a woman, I can't do what you just did. That you oh. calling a woman gorgeous is is like a straight thing. Yeah, when but- I call a woman gorgeous, it I feel like I've exposed my heart. Oh, see, I haven't learned this yet. I had this, this is something I haven't learned yet. So I just waltz around the world. Like you are the most gorgeous person I've ever met in my entire life. Can I just fall in love with you and eat you up every single day? And that's how I talk to everybody. So people don't know if you're hitting on them or you're just complimenting them. Oh, hundred percent. But that's mysterious as shit. How do you shit. identify? Are you gay or what? 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 Um, I think the, the what we, we said it on last podcast that I'm just queer. And okay. I think I'm still going to just sit with queer because like, Women, but also like non-binary <laughs> people are just like like hit like hitting the okay. spot sometimes. Uh, and yeah. well most of the time. Um and like men occasionally. Men occasionally. <laughs> Hannah's actively learning right now, just by the way. This <laughs> just is through my facial. This is a crash course. What you're what you're this episode like could not be gayer. Like you're really <laughs> you're really being exposed you guys, to gay I grew culture. up in Park Slope, Brooklyn. It invented being gay. No, but this is it's so interesting to hear. Have your attractions changed since you've become more aware of kind of your own identity? I think so. I think there was that's a great question. Yeah, like a huge applause on the the ally question right now. Um, We're we're big allies on the we're having gay sex podcast. Big big allies. (laughs) I'm actually Um, straight. Shut up. I just started the We're Having Gay Sex podcast (laughs) as a form of allyship for the community. (laughs) Clickbait title incoming. Literally. (laughs) You're right. That is clickbait. That's a great question, though. Let's go. Let's go back to it. Uh, Let's go for it. Um, I think that before transition, I was very strict on just dating girls um, because uh, there was probably some insecurity somewhere in there and like a lot of masculinity issues, if I'm being completely honest. Mm. Um, And now that I'm like out and about in the world as this beautiful, beautiful woman. Um, I'm realizing that things just don't have to matter to me like that. Like a lot of people, they like they they like having their labels and they like having their like this is the box that I fit in. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm I I can't sit in a box. I have really bad ADHD. So um, we're Same. just gonna spread out and find <laughs> see um, what works. But uh, I actually, I, I have, I have big news for the world. Um, oh, but you're doing it, you're I, I, I'm, it here? yeah, I'm dropping it on the "We're Having Gay Sex" podcast. <laughs> we're not. We're probably not as big as you think we are. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how many people didn't come, didn't like DM me about Queer Eye. They DM me off this podcast. Like, oh my God, you're the you're the girl from We're Having Gay Sex, and I'm like, yeah, I, that's that me. me so Ashley goes, if a tree falls in a forest and no one hears it, did it fall? <laughs> <laughs> if you do a podcast, but only a few queer people listen, no. did you even say anything? I feel like this is top tier queer news. Where you need to go to say in, in terms of queer stuff, yes, we're probably number number one or number two now that I've started. Another podcast. Wait, let her tell the tea. Now oh, I'm yes, like, yes, I'm so I like want to hear it. Yes, I, I'm like, well, let me make this about me. Let's just make sure we know the platform that the tea is being served on. <laughs> Good allyship. Okay. <laughs> Major allyship. Can we get like an allyship alert? 
Hey, yeah, fun drinking game for the And then when I fuck up, give me like for a the boo. Audience. Yeah, we can do it. Well, you haven't had a boo yet. I think it's mostly been me. Well, yeah, I need to promote myself. Promoting my own up. podcast that you're already <laughs> listening to. <laughs> oh, my God. So, the tea. So, the tea. Um, the tea is that in about a month, I will be moving from Austin to Seattle. Oh, great. I think I already knew this tea. <laughs> Did you know this? Oh, I probably, I probably like slipped it to you at some point. Um, Maybe, but What's like the reasoning? most people don't know. Um, so I like like women's rights and queer rights. I would imagine. So Is kinda, that why you're moving? Kinda. It's, it's kinda. Um, so this actually goes back to the other question about um, sexuality because I went up and I met the most handsome man I have ever met in my entire life, and he looked at me and he offered me a job. <laughs> <laughs> I did so... not see it going that direction. I know. <laughs> he offered me um... healthcare. <laughs> and then you were like, you are the most handsome man I've ever met. Did you just offer me healthcare and benefits? 401k, I just came. <laughs> oh my God. I knew somehow your jawline got even stronger after you mentioned that it's three weeks paid vacation. I didn't realize Suddenly all the toxic masculinity is gone now that I see a paycheck. <laughs> oh my God. No, I, I went up and I You're met this amazing. I met this amazing team of queers who were running a, a, the the gym system in Capitol Hill, um, in Seattle. Um, what they does have the gym system mean? The gym system. Well, there's like the only major gym in the area. There's like some other ones, but they have like this like whole system. They have two locations that are very active. They're opening up with an expansion on their main gym, and they're opening up a third location. And I will be head coaching at that third location. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah. That's so, so cool. I've been to Seattle every month for the last six months. Um, and every time I go, they're like, won't you just move already? So it's official. I'm <gasps> I'm officially moving now, to Seattle. Congrats. That's so cool. Now, you are aware that everyone works in Amazon. <laughs> well, I'm also aware that everybody also wants to move and get up and, and work out. So. Good, good. Yeah, all <laughs> those people at Amazon on their desks. All those yeah. people at Amazon. I don't know. Once what they they're do. sick and tired of working in the warehouse all day, they come and get even more sick and tired by being coached. <laughs> and at least they'll 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 lift better. Well, should we get should we get into the gay sex? Yeah. Listener, one of the best ways to support this podcast is to come see me live, okay? It, it's a really great way to just support the whole team and everything that we do here. So get on my text list or my email list. It's international, both of them. AshleyGavin.com. Go sign up, and I'll literally text you when I'm in your area. So you don't have to hear all these plugs. You can skip right by them. Don't even worry about your city. Just get on one of those two things and I will let you know, okay? Because there's a lot of cities coming and I just remaking this announcement over and over again. We all think it's annoying. You do, I do. Get on the text list, you piece of shit. Listener, spring has sprung. Love is in the air and that means you need your Helix mattress. You don't want to bring a girl home and have her crawl into your bed and feel like shit the next day and then she takes it out on you and never sees you again. Help your boo thang get a good night's sleep on a Helix mattress. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex. Take the two minute mattress quiz and you'll find out which mattress is best for you. And it's no stress. You get a hundred nights to try it. And there's a 10 to 15 year warranty. So don't sweat this decision, but I know you're going to love it because you don't have to take my word for it. 
Helix has been awarded the number one mattress pick by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. I have kind of a funny little story for this week. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> the way you said little story. Why are you mocking me? What did <gasps> I do to you, Hannah? No, I'm not mocking you. Because I just envisioned some wild, crazy story that you're going to tell. But well, you it, it's prefaced kind of, it. It's funny. Yeah. It's not a huge story. I gotta say, like, well, let me think if there's. Don't a huge... judge the story so well, hard. Well, do you want? Do you want one where we? What? What do you guys want? I have kind I want of dirty I... fucking. Oh, okay. Oh. oh, I came here for gay sex. Dirty Is that the allyship fucking. button? Can we come yeah, in? Yeah, that was allyship. That was allyship. It's never too much for Hannah Burner. Okay, dirty, dirty fucking. But also, if you liked your other story, I don't. I want to support either story. Rum button. <laughs> I contain multitude. I'm supportive of all kinds of gay sex, even if it's not crazy and wet. Very good. Um, I I guess my life is just like, ah, uh, should I be vulnerable? Yes. I feel off. Yes. I, I've been off the past couple weeks. I'm tired from touring. I don't know how often you're touring. How often are you touring? A lot. Don't you think and it people, affects your body? All you do is you want to get on the road and tour, but then people don't talk about how the rest of your life has to change. It falls apart. To keep yourself above water. Yeah. I can't, you can't imagine. be what you did before and then also be touring all over the nation, expending all this energy, getting the highs and dopamine hits from connecting with these people that you love, and then just like continue working as much during the week. Yeah, and, and I haven't changed my work schedule. I'm outputting more rather than less. Mm -hmm. And I, I, this is something that I don't talk about very often on the podcast, but I have a chronic pain issue. Mm -hmm. I'm in PT. I'm in acupuncture. I, I calculated it. I'm spending five hours a week on wellness alone. Just trying to. You know, well, I'm glad it, that you're coping with it. I mean, I'm trying, but yeah. it's, it's like a lot. And is it so, stress related? No, it's not stress related. I have, um, I have like a genetic thing mm -hmm. that makes my joints really loose. I mean, I could probably fuck your ancestors. learn a lot from from you, Angel. But yes, fuck what's, my what's ancestors. The, well, what's 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 EDS, the, do you I mean, know what EDS. it's called? EDS. Interesting. Danlos. So oh, my okay. joints don't hold very well, so I can get some chronic pain, particularly in my hip. So mm. I'm going through a lot, trying to balance everything. Sleep has been an issue. I've gotten sick three times in the last two months because my body is just like falling apart. This is why I wanted to have lunch with you because. I'm, I'm feeling, I don't know if people, this is not gay sex. Well, this is actually the gayest sex that I could possibly talk about. It's self-reflection. I'm going to give myself an allyship. I'm an ally to myself. <laughs> I'm supporting myself, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, I said, you know, I got my hair cut yesterday. And someone, my uh, hairdresser was like, how's your business going? And I said, I don't know. I have problems with self-assessment. And I just feel like everything is going well. And I am not happy. You know what I mean? Like I'm at this point I, where it's like, yeah, absolutely. I can believe well, you know, it. When you're yeah, in it, you're not going to feel it. Like it's like when you're depressed, how, you know, when you're in depression, you don't really know you're depressed till you're out of it. It's like later on, you're going to be like, holy shit, I was doing so well. 
But Yo, when you're sure. in it, it's like you actually can't process it. Part of it is time. I'm very time poor. Every minute of the day I'm doing something. So I can't just sit and I'm tired and I'm in pain. So I can't just sit yeah. and like look at the studio and be like, look what you did. Look, you made a thing. You made a thing. Like you should be proud of yourself. Well, you're at the point where you need to start saying no to things, which is insane for comics because all we're taught is to like try to get anything we can when we're coming up. Yeah. And the other issue is I'm at this critical transitional point. This is my transition, Angel. Mm, yeah, of course. Um, probably more. Did you just equate? Your, okay, yes, I need I a boo. I, I need a boo. Where's the boo? Right there. I apologize no, on her behalf. As a straight white woman here, I will call her manager immediately after that. Alex, I'm offended. <laughs> Tell us about your transition. This is definitely exactly the same as both a, a social, medical, <laughs> emotional transition from one gender to another. That's what I'm saying. These are exactly the same. Cancel me. I, Ashley Gavin, am transitioning. So, but the point, the point that I'm at is like, I'm clip, not clip quite that. as, I'm not, clip what's that? that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's so funny because I can only make that type of joke with a trans person in the room. You know what I mean? Because yeah, no, you, have, you have to laugh or otherwise all the cis people are going to be like, Jesus. I'm just waiting for Christ. her responses. I'm just following her. <laughs> um, right. Exactly. No, yeah, definitely keep being like. <laughs> or I get madder until she tells me to stop. <laughs> well, you, you, you just, uh, we need a safe word. Um, what's the, what's, but, what's the allyship safe word? The allyship safe word, Karen. Karen. We'll go with okay. Karen. You should make a we'll sketch about if Karen was a hot lesbian. I mean, I feel like some of the biggest Karens are lesbians. <laughs> we have such ADD. It's crazy. <laughs> no, but that's what makes this podcast great, I think. We talk about all these different things. So, like, it affected this sort of relationship that that I'm in and we had to like have a conversation where it's like I, I was like I feel like I see you but I don't spend any time with you oh you know yeah. what I mean and I then we, we we really worked on it and that that helped a lot but I'm definitely at I'm at this point where I've invested so much time money energy all this stuff and I haven't seen it financially quite pay off yet which is nerve-wracking so I want to slow down and I want to say no mm. but I'm not quite there or maybe I am and I'm not taking myself seriously enough. Well, I also think it's not black and white. You're never going to be like, okay, I made it. Or like, okay, yeah. now I can vacation for the next 40 years. Yeah, It's that Literally. in between of finding like, for me, needing to be like, I need a day off. I'm going to sleep all day. And knowing that's what I need to be able to give myself yeah. the next performance. Yeah. I have a really hard time with that. And you need you need to, or you're going to burn your shit out. And I'm like, already burnt out. Yep. I'm, I'm dust blowing <laughs> across the floor. Well, cause also it's not even the physically like working part. It's the in-betweens when you're just stressing. Yes. That yeah. adds on too, right? Like you don't have to yeah. be physically doing anything. It's, it's you finding time to like, for me, I always prioritize sports or I prioritize work. And I didn't realize like you really have to prioritize your relationship. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, you're taught to pretend like you're too cool for stuff or like you're too busy, but then you actually be have to be like, oh my God, I need to not do this thing I want to do for myself because I need to invest in my the people around me because they actually make me happy. Yeah, exactly. Like I hung out with my, what I'm calling my main main. I hung out <laughs> with main main last night and the first hour at dinner, we were both just like really like kind of complaining, which we don't really do a lot. 
but we complain the whole time. Mm -hmm. And then after an hour of just spending some concentrated date time with her, I felt mm -hmm. so much better. I yeah. felt like, oh my God, she really like, but I don't do enough of it. There's not enough balance. Yeah. So I'm just feeling really out of balance. And I would say like, yeah, I'm not like, I'm not having, I'm not being a, like a slut the way that I was and the way that I love. <laughs> I miss that part of myself. Cause my thing is open. I know I'm not being super clear. Oh, about okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, You're yeah, like, it's just hard to perform in front of an audience and then find time to go fuck. And listen, if you're a top in your in your office life, you're a top on the podcast. You're a top on stage. <laughs> it's hard. Bitch, to you then, need to bottom somewhere. I need to bottom. Someone, <laughs> someone, please let me be the little spoon. I need to bottom. Do you know what I read? Put the call I out I, right now. <laughs> I think Mateo Lane was talking about speaking of Mateo Lane. How like most gay guys are not tops yeah i didn't know this did you know this i knew that I like most think like there's like most gay guys will be like i mean i i'll top or they go i'm first and they go so you're bottom so you're bottom yeah <laughs> bottom for sure no no like the amount as 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 a as a reformed male um in college <laughs> i definitely encountered a lot of a lot of gays who were like i'm totally a top <laughs> the moment they get like one drink in them they're like oh hi how are you i actually i'm gonna go out on a limb here and i'm gonna say most people are bottoms i would also agree with that hot take hard agree most people in general most, most people in general are bottoms some it's hard to be a leader some gay guy the other day called me a versed otter he called you an otter? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? I just Did you forget uh, to wax? Oh, I know this. <laughs> I think it's because I'm part Italian. Was your lip hair coming in? <laughs> well, they they so I used to be I used to get called an otter in college all the time because I wasn't big enough to be a bear. Yeah. But I wasn't oh. small enough to be a twink. Twink, yeah. But in your case, I have no fucking clue what he meant. <laughs> yeah, that's like a we really weird Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Oh, you're drunk, but I thought it was funny because I'm like, I could see myself as like an otter type of person. In what way? Just like I'm silly. You like, are silly. I feel like otters are you're silly. Fun. <laughs> you're, you're otters with the aren't flow. like taking themselves too seriously. You're a fucking otter, okay? Let's like, <laughs> let's otter. lean into what we're good at. You're, you're a silly little bitch with a flappy tail, okay? No one's getting intimidated when you walk in I the like room. I like the idea that there is an otter in the room right now <laughs> being like, I'm a hardworking woman. <laughs> Wait, am I not being an ally to otters? You're kind of... Oh. <laughs> and taking out of context, that could be homophobic. Hannah Burner, here's the clickbait. Hannah Burner hates otters. <laughs> or PETA will come and for me. And in the gay way. Yeah, you can't avoid it. Either PETA, either PETA or the LGBTQ community is coming after they you. They both come <laughs> Oh my god! Well, and I the think gay man Angel's at the same time. Angel's fascinating because she's had the experience of like being with or like f even flirting with straight men, gay women, mm -hmm. straight women, gay men. Like mm -hmm. yes. that is yes, this is queerness, Hannah. That is no, but that's <laughs> you did fucking it. fascinating. <laughs> that is so fascinating because they all have different like <laughs> like micro ways that they nuances i'm literally realizing what being gay is right now <laughs> no but that is fast to a boring straight person that is like like no it's, it's true it's beautiful straight people actually do love to hear about the different 
like mating rituals of the different queer. Like when I talk about like what it's like to be a woman and come onto women's straight people are like, Oh, holy shit. Like I didn't know. Yeah, this Cause was you a can't hit thing. on a straight dude the same way you'd hit on. No. Uh, oh, literally not at all. No. But then you not also have to all. stay authentic to yourself. Absolutely. So, so, so life is, life is very strange. <laughs> um definitely i i've i feel like i picked up some skills that i did not mean to pick up in terms of flirting like i did not need to realize that most masculine people are pretty easy to flirt with like 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 i feel like oh my god there was this um there like there was this really butch lesbian at the gas station the other day and i blew her location this sounds like like the start of a porno it really does (laughs) someone went into a writer's room and was like okay picture a butch lesbian where is she the gas station (laughs) (laughs) so what happened was she pumping diesel did she have a truck well describe this i have no clue no clue no clue at all I was I walked Bronco? in and I'm <laughs> I'm not the right type of gay. <laughs> You're like bitch, I take I don't drive. <laughs> um I walked in and I'm taller than most of the aisles, or I can at least like see over them. Um How tall are you? I'm 5'9. Oh, okay. So oh, I can okay. kinda like for some reason peek, I, I can kinda like peek over. I shrunk, fun fact. Um if you if you if you want some for fun real? I was actually like five ten and a half before and I am five nine. Because of the hormones? Um, because of the hormones. It's really, really See, cool. Science is crazy. Science is cool. Science, science is so is crazy. Nuts. That is science nuts. Is insane. Like the amount of shit that I've done in my body is just absolutely ridiculous. And then like, everyone's <laughs> so upset about trans athletes. Can you imagine being a swimmer and losing an inch and a half? That's gonna throw off your whole like, oh fucking, my fucking thing. God. I was thinking about I basketball. Took a month I'm like, off. Can't dunk anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I took a month off of training recently and going back to the gym last week has been the worst thing, but also the best thing, but the worst thing I've experienced. Cause for me, I feel like taking a month off is much more detrimental to my progress than, than a cis person with balanced hormones taking off. Right. Cause my, my testosterone is at like seven right now. Like my testosterone is, is damn near non-existent. So taking a, a month off was like letting the letting the muscle melt off of me. Well, mentally, that must be so hard because every day in the gym, all you know is I want to get better. But then what you're doing for your own like self-care as an uh, in your identity yeah. is like battling that. Absolutely. Alley moment. <laughs> Boom. I was waiting for the ding. I was like, that was going go on. <laughs> no, but I- I'm thinking from an athlete's perspective. For sure. For sure. You're spending yeah. hours and hours to get better at your sport while also for other reasons doing things that are counteracting it. So how does that affect you emotionally? Oh, emotionally, it's uh, do you know what it feels like to oh, I guess I, I don't know. Uh, imagine what it feels like to be able to pull 450 like deadlift 450. I don't and even know what you're saying. It's pull? like it's like yes. seven of you. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty, like, if it's I were like, to stack like seven, it's Ashley. like seven. Ashley, <laughs> I'm kind of a stick bug. You are <laughs> little chicken legs. <laughs> but like doing that two months ago, and I walked in and tried to deadlift like 200 pounds last week, and it was the shakiest, like slowest mess I've done in in years. Like I I have not felt this way in years, and it took a month to get to to get to that level of feeling like I haven't trained for years. Um, it's just, there's so many other factors and, and risk factors that go into being an athlete and being trans and 
fucking with your hormones. I I feel like like so many people in the industry should understand that like fucking with your hormones tends to fuck up your training. Um, but it's but not the people in the industry that. that care about that shit. It's the Literally. dad. It's the fucking armchair quarterback. You know what I'm saying? It's like literally it's not anyone who actually trains because anyone who I don't train. Well, also, her sport specifically is purely about brawn and muscle. Where like if you were playing chess, it's different. Well, chess. I don't think anyone I'm going to go out on a limb here (laughs) and cancel me if you want. But I don't think anyone transitioning feels their chess game got hit. Whoa. I, don't, I don't think anyone sits down and is like, man, ever since I changed my pronouns. Emotionally, it's emotional. I'd argue that trans women have a, have a, have a emotional advantage in chess. Boom. <laughs> Boom. I'm able to regulate my emotion. I'm able to regulate my emotions better and therefore keep my face more still and therefore my poker face lets me win at chess. Boom. <laughs> There's the argument. Cancel me today. Wait, my my brain is blown by that. That's, <laughs> she's actually probably right. But do, but <laughs> but do I'm they saying like separate for example, chess by gender? No, they yeah, shouldn't. No, they, is chess they separated do. by they gender? They shouldn't. They should if not. If it is, I as an ally. <laughs> As an ally to who? Hannah? I don't know, but as an ally to the chess, <laughs> to the chess community, to the to gendering chess, that's fucked up. I mean, well, so I, as a tennis player, it's obviously a physical sport, but I never have to physically like touch anyone else. Like where basketball right, is right, physical right. or football is physical. So tennis, I actually played for the boys team in my senior year of high school, and there was drama because some people were like, "This isn't fair." It's actually pretty interesting. And that's when I first got really into feminism because I was like, wow, this is a people are getting pissed off. You talk about that on on one of the many episodes you've done on this podcast. Yeah. I think it might have been the first or the second episode. But it was interesting are. to me because I was like, I'm more skilled than these guys. I'm training way more. I don't want to lose lose to a high school player when I've been playing internationally. Right. I don't care if it's a dude. He's not putting in the time that I have. Right. But, Absolutely. Um, so it's it's but your sport in just pure lifting is I mean, obviously there's mental aspects to it, but a lot of it you can really I had to I had to adjust Rick, you almost missed that <laughs> you almost missed that okay I almost did and you gave I'm me a boo I'm pretty sure Hannah Burner almost said that trans people don't think <laughs> <laughs> you're z-weighing me right now <laughs> Hannah Burner believes trans people don't have brains <laughs> Trans people, all brawn. Keep them out of the bathroom. So are you taking it as like a challenge to be like, despite my hormones not helping me with this sport right now, I'm still going to be a badass? I had to completely come at it from a different angle, like utilizing my body and angles and and figuring out how to leverage the weight. Angles are an important part of being a woman. Yeah, we love geometry. Okay, we love geometry. It's important. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But like. <laughs> understanding leverages and understanding how my body works in, in in relation to the weight has been more of my focus as opposed to like how much raw muscle can I pack on because I can't pack on raw muscle like my 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 graph of improvement and progress is just everywhere and like like everybody's um but for me it's definitely like I literally can feel in the middle of a workout when my testosterone is dropped like I can feel it <gasps> I, I will get halfway through and then all of a sudden I either get nauseous um, or like the Is that your like testosterone dropping? I want to know when mine yeah, drops. So, 
so yeah so for me what i feel <laughs> i'm just like testosterone about to drop i don't know i really i, I went in I it's lost like your period when you feel it happening you're like oh it just dropped out <laughs> Drop. your period just dropped um i would be remiss if i didn't ask you if you had gay sex this week because that is the the name of the show and the whole fucking theme you're gonna be so, so disappointed in me i have not had any gay sex dude i talked about my work-life balance as my gay sex. <laughs> no one's judging no one you know what is, you, you know, know what, what this episode is I... this episode is about like being in the thick of it yeah and trying to Honestly. get perspective that's what the Honestly. it feels like the theme of this is working off that theme working off the are theme, we are we uh, flirting with anyone uh shit. i want the tea oh my god the tea is that i i i am i am officially non-monogamous as well um oh, so fun. fuck fuck like i i'm i'm gonna you know explore that while i'm in seattle a little bit and that'll be nice and fun and nice and exploratory um, Seattle really, is a great place to be poly i think they oh, invented I, it every there. everybody's poly yeah. like oh my god i have like i don't think i've met a single couple around my age or even slightly older that was monogamous. Hannah's mind like, I, is being blown on this as well. Like, I, it's so funny because I had a show in Seattle. I'm like, where was everyone? Polly? I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, not at your show. I have a question about... At your show, are you joking? <laughs> Our audiences could not be more different. We have to do Which a joint so, thing. We should do a joint thing. Our audiences would love each other. They would. They would. And your audiences would be so happy to, to meet a gay person. Oh like, God. they would be... So stoked! Like you're on audience- met gay people before. They've watched Andy Cohen. That's what they've done. <laughs> but I, I do like to think a lot of my listeners are like me, where like we actually not a lot of girly girls follow me. Okay, like okay. they like like my co-host is very girly, and I'm kind of the opposite of her. So I get more. It's of the, the otter like, in you. Exact. I have otters that follow me. I'm an otter. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pro otter podcast. Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but angel what's interesting to me because i don't have any friends who are poly did you meet someone who was poly and then you were like wow that's a lifestyle that i think i'd like or did you just like like what made you attracted and learn about the lifestyle honestly there we go that's a big allyship um honestly i went to seattle <laughs> <laughs> you just walk in and you smell that's the air and you go i, wow. I want a, a lot clip. of love you got off the plane and the commune was like, welcome. <laughs> we rent out this air this uh, airplane hangar and we're all poly in here. <laughs> you took a iced latte from a barista and you were like, this is for me. And it said poly <laughs> on it. <laughs> welcome. And my iced coffee and my vape and both just taste like poly. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, from, um, a, but no. from a straight perspective, well, well, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I would, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, boo, uh, boo, boo. From a straight perspective. Sorry, continue, <laughs> Angel. I interrupted you with my straight bullshit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just, I met so many amazing people who, like, understood boundaries with other people just so much differently than I did. And, like, the, the, the idea of being very, very um, affectionate and very, very open and very, very like flirtatious with friends is, is something that I'm completely just like, yeah, I like that shit. Like, I, I, I love the idea of that. And so hearing people talk about like being poly isn't just about like dating everyone. Right. Like I'm go- I'm able to go into any sort of relationship or friendship and understand that like 
we can set our own boundaries as two people, but also like without thinking about other relationships in terms of how I build that one. Does that make sense? Like I, when you're going into a relationship, when you're in a relationship and going into a friendship, you're immediately going into the friendship thinking about your significant other, right? And like, if that's how you get down, that's how yeah, you get down. Yeah. But I would love to build friendships without needing to consider, like, cons- not consider another person, but like, without somebody else being in my brain. If you there's know, a being closeness to- there, you're, you don't have to be afraid of it. Like a different Absolutely. type of vibe. Mm. You don't have to be Absolutely. afraid of what that is. Yeah, like, are we going to brunch? Are we going to bang? Who knows? Right. Or even just like on a flirty, like... I've been flirting with this person. Is that okay? Yeah. Is it when you're in an absolutely. open, I have not talked much about my open situation and, and kind of on purpose, but I will say like, there is something about being queer that I think makes it easier. Well, I was going to, I was going to say from a straight perspective, hearing you talk about these like options that you have and ways of being like options are a big part of being queer. Yeah. Yeah. Like I guess yeah. because, because you don't have, I guess you weren't fitting into that black and white cis stuff that you have all these beautiful options of ways of being when where you, straight people are we're so like, this is going to sound, this is the gayest shit I'm ever going to say. Yeah. And I hate that I'm saying this right now, <laughs> but there is something hugely liberating mm-hmm. about being like, Oh, all of those dating rules that you guys do we we are just not subjected to them. And when you can separate yourself from them, it it actually is very cool what types of relationships you can have because you, you're liberated. It's so rewarding. You couldn't yeah. have so said it better. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, like I've lived by these rules based on- You like, don't realize how many there are. I, well, yeah, because I guess because I fit into like being a wife. Next thing you know, all these things come with that, that you're just like, so this is what you do. Do you feel like a wife? No. Oh, good, 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 good. No, I don't. I'm living, I have my own fucking apartment. Like I'm doing my- Oh, yeah. <laughs> But oh, I never okay. I never got to the point where I was I, I was hanging around people around me that even like had those kind of options. Like everything's right. like, hey, like how's it's your boyfriend? How's this? You, yeah. It's the there's such black and white rules that I had I guess fit into naturally, so I just went with it. So there's just this beautiful amount of n- I love no rules. Like I no hate, rules is I hate amazing. Rules. So no the fact that nothing. you guys don't have rules, I think But you do is have to cool. put the work in. Yes. To when you're making your own rules to figuring out what they are, because that's what I can get. And you keep saying the word boundaries, yeah. which is, I guess, important. Yeah. yeah. For your mental health, because you can't just be like. Right. Lawless. <laughs> yes. I love, can't I just love be the that wild, said, wild uh, west. <laughs> I love that, that we said boundaries are like the gay rules when they should just be, you know, the rules, like just set your own fucking boundaries and like being able to explore bound like like your own individual boundaries with that person is is so rewarding like being yeah. able to just, just kind of like set the relationship your, yourself without needing to rely on rules that were given to you as you grew up right and like i i grew up in texas so like monogamy and like things are very set like you are going down this direct path so when i chose not to go down a certain path it was so easy for me to just say like well fuck the other paths like what's what's yes. what's the deal with all these rules yeah Wow, thank you for sharing that because that's really eye opening. <laughs> no, that was so fucking insightful. No, no, it's true. And I can't imagine growing up and watching like Disney movies. 
where it's just like boy meets girl. Yeah. They run away together and you've mm -hmm. met your soulmate. And there's all this talk of soulmate, 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 soulmate. And you think I need to find my soulmate. Yeah. Because that means I've... I've found and this person, my person encompasses everything. Do you think that you not do you not believe in soulmates or do you not want that one person that you're with? I her? think that well, soulmates are made, first of all. <laughs> I I think soulmates are made. I love that. Yeah. So like you definitely like you build a soulmate. You don't just like find them. And you're like like soulmates in, in the idea build of Build a soulmate like, is at the uh the mall. You can actually go in and <laughs> Select the shell and then stuff it and make a little voice. Oh, yeah, I have a coupon for that. <laughs> I got a coupon for a kid's birthday at Build a Soulmate. <laughs> Shit, and I was going to say something else, too, and I totally, it totally oh, just I'm so sorry, I had a riff. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. Boo. So she needed a mall riff. Sis riff. Sis riff, and I'm so sorry. Mall cop. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but yeah, we were talking about well, soulmates and building your own wanting soulmate. that one person that understands oh, yeah, you more I, than I, anyone. I remember what I was going to say. I remember what I was going to say. So I actually was going to bounce off Ashley and you were talking about like balancing the work and life and relationships and everything. And for me, I actually have just realized recently that I haven't even established my own boundary or my own balance within my work and me. Yeah. Right. So I can't find the time to take care of and nurture and, and, and really push ah. a relationship. Right. Like, it's just like I, I, I value my, my time with myself so much right now. And I'm just not in a place of my life where I can sit and say, let's settle down and get in, and, and get an apartment together. And that does. And like that, there, there are circumstances that I'm, I'm getting out of right now where that, that did kind of happen. Um, but the idea of looking towards the future and saying, like, I know I can prioritize myself without making my friends or potential um, potential potentials <laughs> um yeah. like feel nervous or nasty about yeah. me and you as need a, as that a right now yeah I, I i'm definitely in the same boat hearing you say that it's like i haven't figured out how to be kind to myself so of course like my friendships and relationships are gonna suffer a little bit yeah when i like can't even be nice to me well i always say oh, you man. attract the best energy when you are giving yourself yeah. that, that, and also even just authentic energy, it doesn't have to be good or bad. You don't have to label it. Yeah. But when you're really Absolutely. in your like alignment, I like to call it. Yeah. It's, it's like you could settle for someone right now, but you want to hit your place where you know, really like, yes. Yeah. Who you are, what you want. And like to be able to, to actually give that person priority, you know, and like, yeah. like be, and being poly, there's going to be a lot more like, like other stuff go, to go along with the word priority. Um, but in the past, being monogamous relationships, like I've always been felt the need to just absolutely just that is my priority. If it's the second thing I think about in the day, if not the first. Right. Yeah. Um, but to be able to live a life where I can make sure I'm good and make sure that like my shit settled before I before I consider somebody some else's like that straight woman snapping. Like, straight, woman snapping. Like, straight, <laughs> straight woman snapping. Um, that's just been <laughs> the plan. In the She's like, can you tell a straight woman to please stop snapping during my monologue? <laughs> <laughs> Trans women everywhere being like straight women. You gotta stop, stop snapping. the snapping. <laughs> Cis women, you I'm trying to get a sentence out. Can you please stop snapping? No, There's not, like a trans woman why. support group where they're like, people just will not stop snapping whenever I speak. <laughs> Look, I get it. They love me, but it's a little bit much. That's a clip. <laughs> <laughs> she literally was like, she's still snapping. Um, <laughs> no, that or was just really, hitting us, hitting that us was with the, You're so brave. 
she dares to love herself. You're so brave. You're actually, you're actually so gorgeous. Wow. And I'm like, actually? No. Trans women support They won't stop telling me how beautiful I am. And look, I get it. I love myself. But at a certain point, it feels a, a little, little authentic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're, oh my god i would kick someone in the shin um <laughs> well can we let's ask hannah so well we we this has been a really great full episode well did you have gay sex this week hannah no i did not. hug my friend this morning me wow did we hug someone else sorry i cheated on you <laughs> did you hug darren carp this morning <laughs> Wait. Did you hug Ali Colbert this morning? <laughs> Who were you hugging? What brown haired dyke were you hugging? <laughs> you could tell some of my other lesbian friends. All your brown haired dykes. You have a list ranking all my lesbian friends and where you are on the I know where I am, Hannah. Where are you? I'm number three. <laughs> You laugh, but this is actually that what happens here in Texas. Laughed a little too hard at that one. <laughs> you know, as a comedian, you can tell the different types of laughs. Yes. <laughs> one of them we call the recognition laugh. <laughs> I'm Hannah I Burner's number breathe. three lesbian. Oh my god, I can't breathe. Yeah, I count my lesbian friends. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're, I'm an ally. I count my lesbian Boom. friends. <laughs> I know you didn't have gays in Texas. Yeah. You have your own apartment. Oh, okay. So. I love your progressive straight shit. Yes. <laughs> I love your butchy straight girl stuff. I did meet a man who's 46 and like- You're married. Independent. He's we a got great married. comedian. Great comedian. But like he's pretty independent. I'm pretty independent. And I'm also at a point in my career where I'm like very focused on it. And I yeah. do have to be you're, better. You're kind of thriving. I'm trying, but I do have to be better at being like, I have to consider other people in my life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Including the one I'm legally bonded exactly. to. Exactly, but it's funny, yeah, you get some <laughs> papers. And I guess us getting engaged was him kind of being like, showing like, I want, I love you, I want you. And then we're like, oh fuck, I guess we're getting married. Like, it, I never, <laughs> it was, it's weird. But then basically, the woman next door to us passed away, rest in peace. So I was like, I'm gonna get that apartment. So I, I love, I love that you practice saying rest in peace so that your knee jerk reaction isn't fuck. Yeah. We're expanding the living room. It was a convenient death. And <laughs> so I started, I started to decorate it and I didn't like you run didn't anything buy, by him. I, I I'm messing around. Yeah. It <laughs> sounds like the order of events was this woman died. They're carrying her still warm body out of the <laughs> living room and you're in there with throw pillows. I'm like, mm, yeah, let's change the oven. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I joke that we have our apartment and my apartment <laughs> and I haven't asked him anything. Like I've, I painted the kitchen green. I have like an orange it's your living apartment. room. I, oh, you have to see, it. I've decorated it. How I know it's crazy shit. Like I love, I love it. it. I've, I've never had a place that was mine that I also can like know I'm going to be here for a while. Yeah. Cause in a New York yeah. city apartments, it looked, my you rooms looked like hospital it? rooms. I bought it. Oh. So oh, I've yeah. like, I've, it's mine <laughs> and we joke, but it's like, yeah, it's my apartment. And if I want, I have that space. And it's a, it's a weird level of, I guess, just cause you have a paper doesn't mean you guys have to be like become conjoined twins. Yes. Like yeah. I'm living my life. Yeah. He's living his life. We might, you know, have a family together in the future. He's my um, emotional kind of rock. Yeah. And I'm his. Yeah. And I'm very attracted to him. And 
I guess he's I hopefully but still having your own space is so important. It's and so it's powerful. Not, it's and it's I don't even use it a lot, but it's there if I need it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of just there. I bought a workout thing and he's working out in there and I'm like, it's my apartment. Get out of my apartment. <laughs> but the fact that you can, I do, I do really believe that independent space is so critical for, mm-hmm. so well, maybe, critical. maybe I'm saying this as a chronically codependent person mm-hmm. or a priorly chronically codependent person, but mm-hmm. like being able to have your own stuff that the other person can't touch. Mm-hmm. That's so, isn't that so important it is also like when you're working i don't care if they're like letting you work the fact that they're there you don't get that same focus zone when you're just alone like no pants on just like chugging coffee like yeah (laughs) that's what i do when i'm working at home no pants on you're talking to him like he's watching you absolutely it's not the same so i like having a space where i can just like get in my own stuff when i'm doing my stand-up i'm walking around the fucking room talking to myself like we're literal crazy you know doing my you know it's very hard to do with someone else around we're gonna close on that straight (laughs) (laughs) did you could you hear the the whiteness of that snap? I the, like there was so much white intensity with that snap. It came through the screen. And that is up. white noise. What we just heard. <laughs> you can fall asleep tonight. To that at night. <laughs> white noise is just like you, girl. You are gorgeous. Yeah, you do, you girl boss. Yes. You actually yes. look amazing. <laughs> you actually look amazing. Honestly, round of applause for Hannah. Did not fuck up once. I mean, I teetered. The snapping was... <laughs> no, but, but it was done you. ironically. No, but Angel also, thank you for being so vulnerable and open yeah, and you're a answering guest. all the questions I threw at you. You're, you're such a fan And making me feel fave. comfortable to ask them. It's what I'm here for. Well, where can people find you and what are you working on? Because you do a ton of, in addition to like just your content and stuff like that, you do a ton of advocacy and activism and it's really great what you're doing. Well, thank you so much. Um, Anybody can find me at my Instagram um, at Archangel Joy. I have a new uh, team program like uh, released actually these these past couple weeks. Um, You get to subscribe to a team and you get access to me over an app. Uh, You get programming for when you go to the gym. And I get to tell you nice things and speak to you sweetly while you suffer. Um, (laughs) And outside of that, like I said, I'm moving to Seattle. So if you're in the Seattle area and you want to come over to Rain City Fit, and if you want to see me, I might be there one of these days. Rain City Fit, you got to go. Wow. Rain City Fit, you got to go. You have to go. And Hannah, you are the best. Oh. Would you plug your stuff for Thank being you. here and offering your straight services? Of course, my straight <laughs> services. I'm the straight correspondent. Um, honestly, <laughs> I love- Straight correspondent. I love all of, all of everyone who listens to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love those people. <laughs> if you're listening right now, Hannah Burner loves you. <laughs> no, I was good. I couldn't think of the word listeners. <laughs> <laughs> all you all you gay people <laughs> I love the guys um, no but yeah come to one of my stand up shows go to Hanna-Barbera I'm going to a lot of different cities Miami um, Vermont I'm like where are the gays um, San Diego that's yeah, no, that, no, that's. <laughs> oh, I'm also are, going are to. Are you specifically choosing Salt these Lake because City? they're gay? No, these are cities I'm actually San going Diego to. Is gay. Vermont, I would say, is gay. What was Salt the other Lake one? City? Salt Lake City, no. I would say, is not. Well, all, are all Mormons. Oh, actually, gay. Definitely the gayest place in Utah. <laughs> 
Or of Utah. Salt Lake City's gays gay. Gays of Utah. And I'm about to announce like Michigan and DC and all that shit. Whatever. If you if you love Ashley, you'll love my stuff. It's you will. You will. She's oh. a great comic. And <laughs> I go, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much what Ashley does. Just a little straighter. <laughs> just a straight version. I, I just joke more about fuck boys, but everyone knows a fuck boy. Oh, I joke about fuck boys because. Ashley is a fuck boy. I am one. <laughs> <laughs> I identify but as a But thank you boy. for having me. I love you guys. And uh, for me, guys, uh, patreon.com slash WHGS. I'm really trying to look. We're sort of in a list where we've kind of plateaued the past few months. We're not growing a, a ton. I love how you put pressure on the listeners to get it up. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> like, guys, I, we need you better. I'm trying. <laughs> I offer the one, look, I offer the $1 tier for a reason. Mm -hmm. It's a very affordable tier and it really, really helps. So if a bunch of you did the $1 tier, we can keep this going. But if not, it might, I'm going to be that traumatic parent. We might, it might die. No, I'm messing around. But if you if do not, you don't support the gays. <laughs> um, but yes, go check it out. And then my tour dates go to ashleygavin.com. Sign up for my text alert because we're going to be dropping a ton. Um, I'm actually subscribed you. to your texts. Are you really? Yeah. I, just I don't like really to know. send New York ones. Yeah. But occasionally I like to know where you're at. You could text me. No, that's okay. I'm number three. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I'd rather getting <laughs> random generic texts from you. Okay. No, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, listener. Donate to my fucking Patreon. Patreon.com slash WHGS. Uh, yeah, I'm funding for the special there. And, and um, so many people have told me it's the most high value Patreon they've ever donated to. There's live streams. There's bonus episodes. There's uncut episodes. There's my stand-up. There's cameos. There's all kinds of stuff. So go check it out. Or come see me live. Get on my text list. The tour dates are not 100% set. So let me text you when I come to your city. And yes, it's for international as well. If you prefer email, there's we have that option as well. Um, and my gay thought. Do you remember the feeling of going back to school and feeling, oh my God, it's a new year. I can, re I can reclaim who I am. And maybe this year I will not be gay. <laughs> maybe this year I'll pass as straight and a boy or a girl will have a crush on me and I can, I can fix it. You remember that feeling? I think it's interesting that I, I mean, I do like the opportunity for a new, fresh slate, a clean slate. But uh, time is a construct. Every day matters the same as the day before and the day after. No one day, no one event. And I'm saying this as someone with a lot of fucking big events that have really altered my life. But no one can really alter your life. We are a collection of these days. In these moments, <laughs> people are going to be like, is Ashley okay? I am okay. What I was trying to say is you are who you are because of everything that's already come and will come in the future. You will come in the future, listener. <laughs> if you want to accomplish something, set your goal, but also know that you already are the greatness inside of you. It's there. You don't need this resolution thing. Does this make sense? Listener, if you're not watching the YouTube, I'm waving my arms in. Is this okay? Do we understand? Do we get what I'm trying to say? What I'm trying to say is every day is that opportunity. But also don't stress because you got tomorrow. Be present with who you are. Alex, good luck editing this. <laughs> All right. I love you guys.